Yo, yo, yo. Welcome to the NS9 postgame show. I'm your host, Anthony DiNardo. With me, we got, we have what we thought was the curse. We don't have the curse anymore. We got Neil on the show today. We finally you, did it. You jokingly said, which wasn't a joke, you were 0-3 so far in postgames. Bucko Mike, I think, is the one that pointed out they've scored like one run, I think, in all three games that you're here. I think they're averaging less than a run per game. So yeah. I, I, I need Bucko Mike to do the math again, but I think I might be leading now. I think your run differential is in the positive now. <laughs> we did it. Good job, Neil. <laughs> uh, it's, it was a fun time. Um, I couldn't quite believe what I was watching because I felt like I was watching the 22, 20, 2022 Pirates again, but we were playing them. And it was a nice change of pace. I'll tell you, like, this was a hell of a game. Yeah. I think I just told you before this this show, this is our first post game, like, on the West Coast. I understand, like, the games are shorter, so it might not be, like, a midnight post game show like we're used to where nobody comes on and is this going to be a drag and I got to stay up this late to watch this game and then do a post game show for nobody that's watching. Um, I think it's a different tune, Neil. Yeah. Um, I'm, uh, it's 11. 40 i'm ready to run through a brick wall uh, I'm, I'm i'm doing great <laughs> let's let's talk about this game then i mean the offense just came out and i feel like all the bad luck that happened in st louis just got taken out on kyle freeland and the colorado rockies today poor kyle freeland because i really don't think he pitched as bad as the stat line goes i don't think he was great but something that was really fun that I saw on Reddit is that the Pirates scored the first 11 runs on 11 different kind of plays. Oh, wow. That's interesting. <laughs> so <laughs> it, it, it was just incredible. Like, not only was the, were, the, were we hitting the ball hard, but we were bunting for hits. We were bunting for, uh, uh, for RBIs defensive errors it was it was a ton of fun to watch we even and we only had two home runs today and one of them was against a position player which i don't really count so <laughs> right what, what if that's the home run that makes swinsky just turn it on now oh, well, I funny, yeah i mean a home run away swinsky hits <laughs> just changes everything now the home away splits they're done <laughs> But, no. um, yeah, like, let's get into this game a little bit here. I mean, Rich Hill took the mound to start. Uh, you know, it's in Colorado. You feel like who knows what's going to happen. Neither pitchers are, you know, mm-hmm. hard throwers or such. And uh, the Pirates came out just swinging away. I mean, the first inning wasn't the normal inning. The second inning came about, and that's where the Pirates just poured it on them. And, I mean, they went around. I felt like they, they scored four or five with no outs. What, what was it? Yeah. I'm trying to think off the top of my head right now. Um, so it was Mark Mathias single, 
G1 Bay sacrifice bunt for an RPI, Austin Hedge single, Cabrian Hayes single, Brian Reynolds single, RBI fielder's choice. That was our second inning. Very nice. Yeah, that's when like the floodgates opened. That's when I think all of us felt like there's a nice comfortable lead, even with Rich Hill on yeah. the mound right now, throwing the way he does, that the Pirates could win this, and they sure did. And that, again, like that's what I was saying, like all the bad luck I felt like happened in St. Louis was just cured. Mm. I mean, what a game right now. That's one thing the Pirates have been doing, I feel like, for most of the year is they have been hitting the ball hard. I mean, we talk about, I feel like, yeah. time and time again – that there's a lot of hits. It's like, damn, like, especially Kutch, like, you mean, what, what, what a ball you hit there, but it doesn't get, you know, doesn't count for anything. Even Cabrian Hayes got unlucky quite a bit of times. Today, they are all falling. A lot of hard hits. The Pirates had 18 in total, to, or 16 hard hits today in total. Yeah. There are just some days where everything goes your way. That was one of those days. Like, even Rich Hill, he cut, he probably should have left that first inning with at least a run given up and the defense picks him up. Cabrian Hayes has that ridiculous double play that like someone like the game chat that we were, I was, was like, that was just a common, easy ground ball. They're like, no, Cabrian Hayes just makes it look that easy. <laughs> like that, that's incredibly hard. And so, yeah, it was great to watch. And I think not only do we hit the ball hard, but we actually do baseball fundamentals well. And I couldn't tell you the last time the Pirates as a team played baseball well, if that makes any sense. Like, yeah, (laughs) it's such a refreshing change of pace to see. No, for sure. And to go back to that, you are right. I mean, it was one out, bases loaded, Rich Hill's in the jam. That's where you're thinking things could fall apart. And I feel like we don't talk enough about this. I mean, it makes sense, but it's like Cabrian makes everything look so easy. Mm-hmm. That's like the difference between him and Aaron. Like I know everyone talks about how Aaron gets all the time on MLB and all the accounts. And it's like, you know, Aaron does something he's on, he's on there and Cabrian isn't, but I feel like, I mean, Aaron is obviously a great defender. Yeah. O'Neal is so much better because he doesn't have to make that play look exciting. That play looked so damn routine. Yeah, that's like, how good he is. <laughs> and, and like he, uh, Hayes, um, Hayes, like you know, botches the ball. Brian Hayes is even saying himself. Brian Hayes says Arenado is a fraud. <laughs> <laughs> like Hayes even like is so good at defense that he can commit an error, calmly pick the ball up, and get the guy out with like three steps remaining. Yeah, so, like, that happened in the eighth inning. Yeah. <laughs> So just an absolute pleasure to watch. And I'm just on my hands and knees. He learns how to hit outside fastballs because that's what's dragging him down. Every time he beats it into the ground, it's an outside fastball, usually up in the zone. Um, So we're manifesting league average hitter Hayes this year. I'm for it. But (laughs) – Let's get, again, a lot of positives. Let's talk to the standouts, one of them being, as mentioned here, Matthias. Yeah. Mark Matthias. I mean, Mark <laughs> Matthias breakout season. Hey, breakout game here. Four hits for Mark Matthias. I mean. Incredible stuff. Give it to him. Give it to him. He also had an outstanding defensive play at second base, by the way. Oh, that was incredible. Outstanding play at second. 
So he just balled out today. Four for five for Mark Mathias with two runs and an RBI. Uh, so kudos to him. Other big standouts as well. Of course, there's a lot of them, but for multi-hits. Cabrian Hayes was one of them. He went two for four with uh, an RB. I'm sorry, three RBIs in a run. Brian Reynolds, two for five. Again, like this is such a game to get a lot of people on track. Hopefully that happens for some of these guys. And yeah. uh, Andrew McCutcheon, two for six, although he couldn't hit off the pitching, the uh, the position player, unfortunately. Oh, no. <laughs> I think he wanted to go home. It was after his bedtime. <laughs> he, he was laughing, I feel like, at every, uh, every pit that <laughs> yeah. was thrown. I, I, I felt um, a little bad that the only person to not get a hit was uh, Connor Joe returning back home. But I it's know. also crazy to think about that out of that lineup, Connor Joe is the only one to not get a hit. Right. And, and just cap it off, Santana also went two for five. So all those guys had multi-hits. But you're right. Yeah, it was funny. Like, Connor Joe didn't. Although he drew a walk, like his first at-bat, which mm-hmm. you thought was big. It ended up not, not being as money man was needed. It drew a walk and he ended up scoring, so that helped out. But then, again, when you went 14 to three, it was very <laughs> uneventful. <laughs> yeah. But he did more. what he does. You know, he drew a walk there, and it's not like he looked bad. But, yeah, he didn't get a hit today. So over no, four, a strikeout and a walk, though. And I mean, and I think we're almost getting kind of accustomed to it, but Rodolfo Castro just looks like a monster. Like, I think in a normal park that isn't the walls moved back because of the humidifier, he hits a home run to dead center. And he's, even though he only had one hit, he is tearing the cover off the ball, it feels like. Yeah. He has such a nice one hit. He had a 423 foot out. Yep. My guy. A 423 <laughs> foot out. So, like I said out there, we know he's gotten some luck. I would say luck. I mean, the at bat didn't finish. He could have rightfully drew the walk, but two walks he had this year on the mm-hmm. pitch violation. He's gotten hit a few times. Like he's gotten on base semi, like undeservedly. So, the OBP is up there. But that. That Rob, I've said, it evens things out. Then we're, we're on a clean slate now. Yeah, no, and it, it because it's not just being pitch clock walks; it's actual walks and it's actual hits. And you know, could the approach be better? Yes, but is if he's going to keep mashing the ball like this, what he does make, I, I am a happy man, especially since he's he has to fill in for Cruz, and no one's going to replace O'Neill Cruz, but. It is so nice to see um, Castro just tear the cover off the ball. I, I, I'll, I'll eat crow. I didn't think he'd do it. I, I, I profiled him like Suwinski. So I just the thing you say like it's true. Could the approach be better? Yes, but honestly, like for Castro, I think this is like the best case scenario you can have for him. Yeah. The fact that he's gotten here right now, you know, we knew he the free swinger he was. You knew like the reasons of concern for him, but he had all the talent in the world. And I mean, we saw his spring and it's like, eh, you know, I'm not sure if it's going to click this year, maybe sometime. And you're right. Like as soon as Cruz went down, Casho came in, has gotten, you know, every day at bats. Yeah. He honestly looks like a monster right now. And I know it's a little bit hyperbole. I know it's real early, but you just know how excited I am for this guy's talent. Like I am very excited for Rodolfo Castro. I think there's a lot of talent there. I want to see it come together and become an actual baseball player. And we are seeing that again, like the approach we're seeing the actual walks. 
You're seeing the hits, how hard he hits, the speed too. I mean, even like we talk about Bay, Bay speed, but that button he had, Castro speeds allowed him to score on home. And like mm-hmm. the guy's just so talented and he's putting it together right now. And I don't think I even realized it. I didn't realize he was only 23 years old. So like there's still room to grow. Like he shot his way up to the majors, all things considered. I mean, he, he was a rookie in, as a 17 year old, but like, you know, he has really matured a lot, I think, this year. And I'm not talking about the cell phone because the cell phone thing was whatever. I just think in terms of, like, his ability in his approach to make contact, make solid contact on a more consistent basis, this has just been a pleasure to watch. And I'm, obviously, he's not going to continue having his 153 WRC+. plus, But I don't think we need that. So you're saying 183? Yes. Okay conservative amount um, (laughs) you just said he can't replace Cruz and no I'm just joking yeah (laughs) that's where we're at though like that's funny thing about talking about here is you are talking about the guy who is literally replacing Cruz and Mm -hmm. if Cruz was doing this right now you'd be going oh my god yeah oh yeah and at the moment he has better barrel control than Cruz did this year like Cruz was walking but he was struggling to put the barrel on the ball Cash is not really having that issue. So it's a lot of fun. It is all small sample. Put that in perspective. But so far with the sample, I mean, like I said, this guy is balling out. He's doing everything you could ask for more right now, Mm -hmm. which just makes you more excited once Cruz come back. And it could be a Cruz Castro up the middle, like you kind of dreamed of heading into this year. Uh, But anyways, we'll move off of Castro again. There's a lot to really talk about here with everybody. Um, yeah. Again, Matthias, the big day we talked about. Even Austin Hedges got into it. Austin Hedges had an RBI hit yeah. and so a like, walk. Literally the second before Hedges hits in the run, I'm like, I was like, we really need to pour it on here. I'm like, guys, this is Austin Hedges. Do you know what he does? And then he immediately is, destroys the ball in the center field. So uh, good for thank you, thank you, Austin. <laughs> I just want to say when Austin Hedges had the RBI single. That was the moment I felt comfortable enough to start the, the trolling about the Rockies losing on Twitter. <laughs> oh, that's entirely fair. Like, once Austin Hedges that starts getting on base, that's when you know the night's going your way. Yeah, th- there's no coming back from this, <laughs> Colorado. You've allowed Austin Hedges to have an RBI single. Uh, after that, I think Matthias had his second hit of the game at that point in time. Uh, yeah, it's, yeah, it's over. It's done. <laughs> we can <laughs> Pirates Twitter start trolling. <laughs> I mean, and yeah as anthony it, says and like it was a hit 103 off the bat yeah hard hit it's like when you get a combined five hits from austin hedges and mark matthias it's a good day <laughs> you, you take a good days. um and i guess another thing to point out bay um i'm gonna credit yeah. alex stump he's one looked into this Bay ruined it by getting a hit today. We could have a more fun conversation if Bay did not get a hit. But I guess he did some crazy things today, too. I mean, he was 0 for 2 at one point in time. He had two RBIs. He had three runs. He had, yep. like, it was just kind of crazy. My fantasy and, team uh, was feasting. Um, yeah, it, I really I, – I put it out there on Twitter, like, a month ago as a joke, when, like, during the opening season. But G1 Bay really is Josh Harrison – if Josh Harrison was an unlikable person, he is just such a fun baseball player. 
like objectively speaking everything he does is fun he runs he's a beast on the bases he makes insane outfield catches like he is like that little spark plug that josh harrison always was for the like the the neil huntington pirates and so even though he's as batting average i don't think is ever going to be that great nor is his ops ever going to be that great you always want him there to see what he can do that's a really good point that's that's a really good comp too i don't i don't know i mean again i as the player i want to see him Yes, yeah. he's, he's also one super talented. He's very raw in the outfield. I mean, we see a lot of those plays he made, which was exceptional. But what mm-hmm. you kind of miss is the reason it was exceptional was because it was a it was a bad read to begin with. Yeah, <laughs> but his speed makes up for it. To you know, that's the thing though. Like he can't afford to do that right now. Yeah. Once he like polishes up and you know, again, he's having to be thrown into the outfield and such. I think he could have a spot in the outfield. I think he could have like that Jay Hay role you're talking about. I mean, especially yeah. if it's going to be Castro and Cruz up the middle. Then that's what Bay presents. He's your your Josh Harrison. He's going yeah. to be in your middle infield here and there. He's going to be in the outfield all over the place. Uh, and and you're right. I mean he he can play. He can definitely play defense, mm-hmm. polish it up and get better all that way. Um, but yeah, he definitely is a part. I mean, it's speed, man. And now with the bigger bags. Oh yeah. Like he plays. Is there <laughs> any contest when he steals a bag? I mean, he had his fifth stolen base today, which is third, and it just like mm-hmm. just take your base. Just say I want that. And it's yours. Yeah. I mean, Austin Hedge is still a base today. So <laughs> I guess I guess everyone's joining in on the party. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, no, I, uh, you know, I, I, Bay is going to be that guy who like, a super utility player is so valuable, especially if he can actually play baseball. And, you know, Bay – his bat leaves a lot to be desired. I think he's going to be near useless against lefties, but like you still find a way to play him most days because of the defense, because of his speed, because when he does get on base, he's a terror. Mm-hmm. And it's a lot of fun to watch. Yeah, for sure. Um, so yeah, so Bay does go again, one for four, but that's what I said about there. Alex is looking this up on Stathead and, I guess it was like the only time in history anyone like had that stat line. Mm-hmm. So because he did get a hit though, he ruined it. He could have been hitless over two, three RB or three runs, two RBIs and stolen base. No one ever did that in the history of baseball, but then he got a hit. So no more history. <laughs> he was too good. <laughs> too good for his own good. <laughs> um, yeah. I mean, so I guess like we really talked pretty much about everybody. Uh, and again, I guess going to Kutch, he did have the home run also today. Yeah. Uh, big home run for him. If you called Andrew McCutcheon having a home run in Colorado, he made it happen for you. Uh, I, I jokingly said, too, like he's going to take all the frustration on Nolan Arenado out in Colorado, and he did so today. Mm-hmm. So he took one out. He just barely. So high, just to make sure the third baseman couldn't touch it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was, what, a 43-degree launch angle or something like crazy like that? Stupid. <laughs> like something you just should, that should not be a home run <laughs> that that high should not go out and it did because of course course feel also we love we love coolers yes so uh yeah you're right he made sure that third baseman was not going to get that ball so yeah i mean again the offense really broke out so in total as mentioned 16 hard hits they had right yeah by the way they had 16 hits <laughs> 14 uh... rbis Two walks, just four strikeouts. 
again, you're seeing the theme here. Of course, not a whole lot of walks, but when you're hitting the ball the way they did, it is what it is. But again, like looking at the strikeout rates, I mean, this team just simply isn't striking out. Day after day after day, you're seeing 10 strikeouts, 12 strikeouts. Hey, only eight strikeouts today, you know, in the previous years. And it's like the past few games, I can't tell you the last time they had like more than like seven strikeouts in a game. Yeah. So, and just like the last person to like strike out a lot, I think was, I think Jack Suwinski had a golden sombrero at some point, but like, yeah, um, no complaints. I'm, I mean, I don't know how much of this is Andy Haynes, but at the very least, I'm willing to give him credit because he has really gotten these guys not just hitting the ball, but aggressive at it too. You know, I think gone hopefully are the days where we just watch three pitches in the zone and then swing yeah. something in the dirt like well, I, like last year. So, like, it's been a lot of fun. It, like, really, like, uh, I can't believe I've enjoyed Pirates baseball as much. I didn't expect that at the beginning of this year. It's Hey, the Pirates are 10-7 and seven right now. Yes, and, we and are. The thing about April you discussed was it's a tough month. It's a yeah. grueling schedule, not a whole lot of off days, and pretty tough teams. Pirates are 10-7 and seven right now, heading into Colorado, and, of course, they got the Reds coming up. Yes, the Dodgers are after that, but, like, there's a scenario. You have – the Rockies right now, you have the Reds, seven games. Like, there's a scenario. The Pirates could – I understand it's early April, but this fan base needs excitement, right? They, yeah. They could, they could put up some uh, some numbers here and, and have a nice record going into, you know, playing the Dodgers again. Yeah. No, I mean, and, like, even if, like, you drop the series to the Dodgers, which I expect, you know, away at the Dodgers is hard, even though last year's Pirates swept them. Um, you, you, you have – Seven, six more games against the Rockies and the Reds, and then you finish off the month with, with three games against the, the Nationals. Yeah. Those are three probably 95-plus loss teams. If you want to start being serious about, like, you know, being a 500 team, you got to pick up games here. You know, I know it's and April. they could do it. Yeah, they can. Like, I genuinely believe that we are a better team by a significant margin than the, than the Rockies, Reds, and Nationals. Like, it helps that we employ major league players and those teams choose not to. Um, but we were, we were there last year, but right. The, the parts were those teams before too. So it's not, like you're talking trash. It's just, they finally moved forward. They finally yes. turned that leave. Those other teams that we're discussing right now really haven't, but you, you are correct. That's one thing looking at the end of this April, there's a real possibility. The pirates could be more than just a few games above 500. And that's, oh, yeah. that's something that really is yeah. something. So and just something to look forward to. And I th- something I liked from the beginning is like, kind of like, kind of like the all vibes team. I kind of called it in the off season. The vibes and like the culture, like you can tell, is just different. Like when the Pirates went down last year, like down in the game, it was over. That's not the case anymore. Like you can tell, like there's almost like a calmness about this team, even against teams like the Astros, like. You could, t- or even like the White Sox or the Red Sox, you could tell that just because you went down a run or two, like the game wasn't over. And that is going to be a huge step in like building this well, player centric culture that we keep hearing about that I've yeah. mocked relentlessly over the past three years. But, you know, <laughs> trust me, been there. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, no, it's, it's exciting stuff for sure. Also, shout out to Ned69. So, hello from Mongolia. Wow. We got fans of Mongolia. What's up, Ned? Thanks for joining. 
finally get to watch a game at normal time then <laughs> <laughs> yeah um so let's get to the pitching side again i okay. mean the pirates just mashed 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 on the pitching side rich hill did come in we saw the shaky first kind of put it together solid start i mean he did what he needed to do rich hill goes six innings six hits one earned run two walks seven strikeouts by the way yeah. seven strikeouts I'm going to be a little annoyed at him because he gave Chris Bryant his first home run in Coors. But, sure. like, considering how rough that first inning was and how comfortable the last five were, you know, that's two good starts in a row from Rich Hill, either against a World Series champ or one of the harshest hitting environments in sports. So, you know what? I, I, I am so happy. I think that's our what seventh consecutive quality start, or the six. I would have to look it up. It's either six or seven, but six or seven straight quality starts is just unfathomable to me. <laughs> Thinking about where we were last year, so, again, especially like in April, what we're talking about, like when was the first starting pitcher win that took place for the Pirates last year? Yeah. It was ridiculous, <laughs> right? I remember that. So here we are. <laughs> All right, so it is seven. All right. Um, and, like, do we need a break? Do you remember, like, back in, like, 2019 where we, the Pittsburgh Sports Company made, like, that five aces T-shirt? So that, <laughs> that was me. You made that? That that was me. No way. It, it was – I mean, it was – I learned from that. It was much of a running joke, and I was like, you know what? Let me make it a T-shirt. <laughs> Terrible idea. But, yeah, that was me. Jordan I could Lyles and right Chris Archer are aces. Yeah, it was the aces, and then Lyles was the joker. <laughs> he had the ace in the hole. That was the, the fifth ace. Yeah, that that was well, me. Now we got a t-shirt with Vince. <laughs> so thank you. <laughs> but about that, go ahead. What? No, I said, but about that, go ahead. What were you saying? Uh, oh. Oh, I mean, I said we just need that again. We need that with we're chill, Mitch oh. Keller, and uh, Vince Velasquez. <laughs> Nothing can go wrong. Yeah, so I'm not doing it again, man. <laughs> Did you? I think you scrubbed it from the internet too, because I've tried looking for it since then, and I can't find it. <laughs> um, I'm not gonna do it right now, truthfully, but I'll, I'll send it to you after the show. No, I definitely got it. <laughs> and I'll I know it's a screenshot out there because I'll see it every once in a while. Mainly the past few few years, not so much more recently. But okay. anyways, yeah, I mean, the pitching staff is doing their job as far as the starters go. Like, even Vince Velasquez did his job the last time out. But, yeah, like, what you're asking for Rich Hill, he's doing that right now. Mm-hmm. Really no complaints. I mean, he is what he is. If you're expecting Rich Hill to come in to be, like, your top pitcher, that's, that's not what he was here for. He was here yeah. to give you innings, really to be a big mentor to all these guys, and to give you some quality starts. And that's what he's doing right now. So, yeah two straight quality starts. And I mean, he's always going to be like, if you can just be like that mid four ERA guy, that's all we really need him to be. Save the bullpen, get, you know, you can, he can comfortably go over a hundred pitches because he doesn't throw hard. No, he doesn't. And, and, you know, yeah. So, I mean, as long as he's not giving up seven runs again, I'm a happy camper with Rich Hill. Yep. And I hope he doesn't get traded at the deadline, even though I'm assuming that's what happens. Yeah, I won't go too deep in that, but yeah, no, I know <laughs> it could be a good thing. Yeah, good, good problem to have. Right. 
Right. But anyways, so yeah, Rich Hill does his job. Will Crow does come in. Now, I know we've got a lot of heat with Will Crow yesterday's game with a loss. Again, as I put out there, you're not going to put Benner out there again. Like, Will Crow is it's either him or Hernandez that you're talking of. Whether, you know, whoever it was, it ended up being Crow. The manager's situation was the correct one to go with. Crow didn't have it with him yesterday. He got the loss. But he does come in today. Maybe a redemption game for him. No different. No. <laughs> uh, Will Crow didn't look good again today. He does go 1.1 innings, gives up two hits, two earned runs, two walks also. And it's yeah. out. Um, that was the biggest thing to me as well. Yeah, it hasn't been pleasant for Will Crow right now early. I mean, that was the one thing last year is he looked really good early. Mm. And then he fell apart. So far right now, again, young season. But is of the 4.66 ERA leaving today's game. Mm. Um, I don't know. Any thoughts with him? I know he's very, very polarizing. I mean, like, it's hard to get mad at him because he's not the – he's trying his best. And, I mean – That was, like, the saddest <laughs> – He's yeah. trying his best, guy. He's he is a major league baseball player. My thing is that if you're up 13 runs or however much and you can't get out there and just start pumping the zone with strikes, what are we doing out there? Yeah. Because the one reason that I want to Will Crow on the roster is not because I didn't like, I mean, last, yet last night or last yesterday with the, you know, he, Shelton just ran out of options unless you want to potentially injure Tyler Stevenson again, uh, Stevenson again which I don't want to do. Um, but. You have to be filling the zone with strikes when you're down, uh, when you're up 13 runs. Like, you're just there to eat innings. Like, so I was really hoping for some redemption, but Will Crow just, I think he's just going through it right now. It's not his time. And if there was a time to regain that confidence and maybe go on a bit of a run, this was that time. But, I mean, if DeHaan didn't exist, he would be my first pitcher off the roster at the moment. Okay. I can't argue it. Like, that's fair. Results are the results, right? I know I've been, like, a big-time Crow supporter. Not in the sense of, like, Crow is really, really good. It's just he gets too much hate than what he deserves. Felt last year a lot of it was the overwork. Yeah. So I want to see him come in this year. Again, like you're saying, like, it's it's not really there right now. Um, I'm not willing to, like, write off Will Crow and to say he's not a Major League Baseball player in the sense. But it hasn't been good so far. And that's the biggest concern. Maybe not concern, but takeaway for me this game also was the fact that you are up at that time 13 to 1. Just yeah. throw strikes. Like, that's it. If he came out with two earned runs, but it was, you know, 1.1 and he had two strikeouts, no walks to earn, whatever. It was non-competitive. You're just throwing strikes. You're trying to get through. But the fact that the two walks there, come on, my guy. Yeah. Throw some strikes. So, <laughs> again, that's my takeaway from this also. Uh, yeah. I don't know what his future is going to be. I'm still – he's got a leash with me, but mm-hmm. I understand if it's not that long. I mean, it's not like we have a whole lot of better options. Like, you know, Rob Substrancy, as cool as the guy is, he's not good. Um, unless you really believe in Colin Selby, I think is his name. Is it Colin? Yep. Adam Sel- Sel- Selby. But, like, I mean, who are we really going to call up instead of him? You know, so if he's just out there to like be used in mop up situations where the game's so far out of reach, I don't really care. Hopefully, he gets a makes it back. But like, if we're gonna start getting serious about like winning next year, I don't think I want Will Crow here. That's a good point. If you, that's good, and that's where I'm at. Like Will Crow, again, I think he's a major league pitcher. Yeah. But if you're on a, like a winning ball club, you probably want him more towards like 
the Dwayne Underwood or even a lesser role in that sense, not yeah. closer to the Holderman type of role. So yeah. good, good, fair point. He can be there to mop up, eat some innings. And that's what he is. I mean, that's why he's also useful is he can take on multiple innings. Um, but anyways, not a good outing for him. But mm-hmm. we do see Jose Hernandez come in today. Um, yeah. A little bit different of an outing. 1.2 innings, two hits. He did have a strikeout, no walks. Uh, yeah. I still, I'm liking, again, he's the rule five guy. Pumping some heat. I'm liking what I see from him so far. Yeah. Um, it's really He was hard. still in the strike zone and just. Yeah. It, you hit it. You hit it. It's hard to gauge how much like late innings like this mean when you're up by 10 runs because the other team semi just trying to get out of the game and go home. Right. But yeah. Like he's not pitching scared. You know, I think he had a little bit of the yips when he threw that wild pitch to start the inning. Um, but the one thing that he wasn't do what he was getting doing bad was he was getting hard hit and he just wasn't being punished for it. But today only one hard hit and he kept it uh pretty standard. Um, I would like to see more strikeouts with the stuff that he has. I think he struggles to really get whiffs and swings mm-hmm. and misses, but like, he's also a guy who hops straight up from double a. So it's going right. to take time. Yep. I agree. But again, with what today he did, what you wanted to see, he just threw the ball, got yeah. the game out over with, and that was it. So the Pirates again, they do win fourteen to three, a huge night. Um, yeah. So I don't know anything else that you want to really discuss about this game. Uh, I think we got pretty much all of it, unless you want to talk about Chris Bryant, but I don't. No, we don't have to. Yeah. <laughs> he hit, we did. He hit the home run. Yeah. <laughs> Good job. <laughs> it's like it's like that like that video is like Chris Paul hits big three to cut the lead to 40. <laughs> <laughs> or or Shoei Otani and Mike Trout combined going four for five with four home runs. All right. Well then yes, let's go ahead and get out of here then. Appreciate everyone for watching. The Pirates do of course play tomorrow. Colorado, Johan Oviedo will start. He's had some two back-to-back monster starts, so certainly intrigued and interested in what's going to happen in that game tomorrow. Mm-hmm. But with that said, we will see you tomorrow at some point. Bye-bye. Hey, you all. Thank you for watching. I know we try to provide the most entertaining content that we can, uh, and we'd love to spread it to as many people as possible. So uh, I know it doesn't seem like a lot, but if you could take the five seconds to like this video, and subscribe to the page. It helps out so much more than you know. Thank you, and let's go Bucks.